Welcome back to All the Miles Matter. This is Neil Amato. I said in the last episode I was going to explain my tie to the Haley's. I touched on it with the last clip from episode four, which was part of a conversation with Largo legend Bart Sellers. Bart Sellers was the state cross-country champion in 1980, followed it up in the spring with the state one-mile and two-mile state titles. So he won the trifecta for Largo. But Bart remembered that 4 by 100 relay that a bunch of kids were running in and around one of his practices the previous summer. Those kids were Brent Haley, the younger one, Kelly Haley, who was my age, me, and then also my sister Shannon. Shannon and Kelly were friends. Brent and I were friends. And our house was just around the corner from the Haley's. They lived on 31st Avenue. We lived on 31st Terrace in St. Pete. I met Brent after being invited to the Haley house for Kelly's birthday, I believe in December 1978. Brent is two years younger than me, but that age difference has really never been an obstacle in our friendship. We became friends that day, and we remain friends to this day. We were in each other's weddings. We have a lot of those, hey, remember when we did this moments that we have shared with each other over the years. I'll give you one example. Brent remembers that the same day in 1986, when we went to Chili's across the street from Tyrone Square Mall and saw several members of the New York Mets, they were there for spring training. That was also the day we saw the movie Hoosiers at the Tyrone Square Mall Theater. How he remembers this, I have no idea. I definitely remember seeing the players at Chili's. I definitely remember seeing the movie. I definitely remember doing both of those things with Brent, but I had no idea they happened on the same day. Again, that was 1986. This story is about the summer of 1980. The four kids I mentioned, Brent, Kelly, my sister Shannon, and me, we had gone with Coach Haley to a practice at Largo. It was probably one of those late summer uh, meetings at the school. I'm certain it was before school had started, but it was forever ago, so our memories are kind of fuzzy. Either way, I can tell you this. Somehow, it was determined that we were going to run a relay around the track at Largo High School. It was a 440-yard relay, a 400-meter relay, whatever you want to call it. We each ran a quarter of a lap. The leadoff runner, according to Brent, was him. I do not remember this. And I let off. I handed off to Shannon, your sister. And then she handed off to Kelly. And you, of course, were the big 10-year-old anchor. I have no idea how fast we were. I am sure we were not very fast. However, we thought we were quite fast. We just thought we were, you know, we thought we were it. (laughs) And as Brent remembers, we took this seriously. We were the roadrunners. You know, we were blue and gold, just like Largo. Our mascot was the roadrunner from Wiley Coyote days. He also said that we designed our own workouts. I remember doing, trying to get better, trying to better our time. And we would run workouts in your above ground pool. We would all walk around the inside of the pool, but on the, on the border of the outside and to create a current. And then we'd run against the current to build our strength. I remember doing that. Now, obviously, none of us had uh, phones. Uh, we didn't bring a Polaroid out there to take any pictures. And, uh, but I know that Coach Haley timed us. 
I know that we kept track of our times, and I know that he was enthusiastic in coaching us in between coaching his Largo Packers. Kelly remembers that we thought we were very fast. Oh, we, we were Blazers. Yes, we were very fast. If there was a co-ed U11 4x100 team, we thought we would be the best. <laughs> but no. <laughs> and so that's one of my personal ties to this story. So I knew of Bart Sellers before I got there because I had read about him in the newspaper. So seeing him in person was kind of amazing at that time. None of the other runners that I've talked to, and I haven't talked to a ton from that era, but the other ones don't remember the relay. Why would they? We were just a bunch of little kids who maybe came to two practices max. You know, so that's my tie. That's when I went to Largo practice. Coach Haley created at Largo, underneath the football stadium, a team room. That room meant a lot to the runners in that program. And now you're going to hear a little bit about it from first Ed Fitzgerald and then Chris Palmer. You walked in and you kind of felt like it was something so much bigger than a a normal soccer team or, you know, any sort of team. There was the room underneath the stadium. So it's all concrete, but you walked in and they had in there was just painted all the, all the titles that they won and the years that they won and pictures and articles. And it was just like, kind of felt like now looking back at it, it kind of felt like you're walking into Notre Dame or something an amazing history and amazing legends. And, you know, just the beginning of hearing about all those things in that room was just, you definitely got a sense that you're stepping into something that that a lot of people cared a lot about. I remember seeing the big record boards. Coach did a great job about recognition. He knew that kids, really all human beings, always wanted to have recognition. Recognition is one of the things that makes us feel whole. We're, we're so social. We definitely want the approval of others, at least at some level. And he made this big record board, big giant blue record board, big piece of four by eight plywood, blue and gold. And it had all the records, all hand painted and gold lettering. And, and you saw this history that to me seemed like ancient history, even though it was 1980. We're looking back, seeing people who'd done things in 1969 and 1970, way back then. <laughs> It was a thing where, as a 13-year-old, that was virtually my entire life ago at that point. And seeing all these guys, it was really like um, this field of dreams moment, looking at the board. It was kind of like a, a Hoosiers kind of a thing where you just have this feeling that there's something bigger than you. This program is special. It's storied. It's something that you know absolutely means something to so many people. And it was exactly that. There's no doubt that what we were all given there besides running was this incredible connection to something that really substantially mattered and would matter for the entirety of our lives. I mean, I'm 54 years old right now, and I'm not alone in having such a deep sense of gratitude and love and appreciation for him and what we were gifted. This was amazing to be able to have something so transformative, especially in so many of our cases, we were kids who maybe didn't have all that much. And and I mean, maybe all that much in a lot of categories that was so incredibly substantial and giving and important and transcendent. It was amazing. I mentioned in an earlier episode that Coach Haley right now doesn't have anyone to coach. Well, that's not totally true. He has me to coach. Now, I was never a fast runner. I didn't have that will to prepare in the summer the way his runners did. I was 
always off doing other things, too many things, whatever you want to call it. I played basketball in high school. I did spend time at the beach. So I didn't put in the distance base that was required to be a really good cross-country runner, but I still run. I still love it. I still want to improve. And so the person I go to is Coach Haley. He gives me workouts. I have gotten better as a result of his workouts. Does he have a current high school runner in Pinellas County that he's coaching? No, but he has me. And that probably may not be that important to him, but it's important to me. I can tell you that, let's say I talk to Coach Haley at lunchtime about running and the next workout and how things are going, and I have an evening run planned. I am so fired up to go do that run after talking to him. It's like what Jeff Onsbach said. We revel in his presence. We just want to be around him. Coach Haley is one of those guys that people just want to be around because he has the personality that can motivate others. And he cares so much about each person's success if those people care to get better. And that's what worked for 20 years at Largo. He would have quotes on the wall. He would have the teams on the wall that won the state championship. You had an image to uphold. This is what you do. You run for Largo cross country, you will win. And, you know, he, he, he wasn't intimidating or anything, but he just fed pride into us. And it was the environment, you know, he tapped you on the shoulder with that heavy ring and you're already skinny. He is like, he's breaking your shoulder with it. Rodney, I know what you can do. Keep, you know, just keep, keep running hard. You can, you can do it, you know, <laughs> and he would tap you on the shoulder with that, that ring and his hands were big and that ring was big. And you say, <laughs> it's like, okay, coach, you're at my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that ring was heavy, like a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> the ring that Rodney Boatwright is describing is indeed big, like a Super Bowl ring. And there are a few stories behind that ring. The first of which is that Coach Haley got it after being named the National High School Cross-Country Coach of the Year for the 1976 season. Largo won that 1976 4A title, keeping the championship in the Haley family and in Pinellas County. The way they did it is the stuff of legend, or at least the stuff of lawyer legend. What do I mean by that? Well, you're just going to have to hear about it in a future episode. The other thing I wanted to say about that ring Coach Haley lost it in 2003 and for years assumed it was gone. But in 2009, a Largo student hitting tennis balls at the school courts saw a gleam in the dirt. The student found the ring and it was returned to Coach Haley six years after he had taken the ring off and put it in the grass near those same tennis courts. So Coach Haley can again tap people on the shoulder with that heavy ring and say, You can do it, Mike! Mike, 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 Oh, and one more thing about our relay team acquiring the nickname the Roadrunners. The creator of that nickname is not known, but it's very possible it was Coach Haley himself. He was big on nicknames. I gave everybody a nickname. And we'll be highlighting a few of those as the episodes progress. Largo also won the 1977 4A state championship that gave the Packers five titles since the 1970 season. Lakewood, another St. Pete high school, won the 1978 crown in a tight race 
over Largo, and the Packers took back the state championship in 1979, a season that will be detailed in a future episode. Now, around that time, the late 1970s, a coach across the bay in Tampa got a chance to check out Largo. His name, Bobby Ennis. You know, my background wasn't cross-country. I had just gotten the job at Lato, and it was probably 1977. I was hired as the boys track coach and the girls cross-country coach, so I wanted to see what cross-country was about. I accompanied the boys coach out to a meet at the University of South Florida, and I heard that the great Largo Packers cross-country team, and I had heard about them, uh, they were going to be there. So I was excited to see them run and to see how we would stack up against them. So our Lato team performed fairly well. I was encouraged because some of our Lato runners were fairly close to some of the Largo top five runners, which I thought was quite the accomplishment. And of course, Largo won the meet going away. And I was standing at the award ceremony when I heard another coach and he says, uh, well, what'd you think of Largo's JV? And Brent had sent his junior varsity over to run that meet because the varsity was running somewhere else. For all the fans of the Long Red Row, this show is not exclusively a Largo love-in. I know there was a rivalry, a pretty incredible one, and so far this story has been pretty Largo-centric. Well, I've stated my reasons for being partial to the Packers, to the Haley's. The next episode will take a closer look at Lato and Coach Ennis, whose program became the dominant one in the 1980s. We'll talk to you next time on All the Miles Matter. A certain podcast about the cross-country boys. All the miles matter, now let's make some noise. Hey, Neil, I've got your number. I need to call the line. Hey, don't change that number. 8671319. Coach Haley and the Packers of Largo. Coach Ennis and the Lado Long Red Robe. Friends and rivals running across the bay. Been 50 years, but we've still got a lot to say. Hey, I've got your number. I'm gonna call that line. Hey, don't change that number. 8671319. 8671319. 8671319.